This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, June 25th, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. Corruption in African countries still throttles the well-being of Africans, but government-to-government aid from Western countries hasn't been shown to curtail it. Quite the opposite. That according to Michaela Wrong, author of It's Our Turn to Eat. She spoke at the Cato Institute June 22nd, 2009. It's been, I think, a, a bigger problem in Africa's development, uh, holding back its development, than just about any other issue. Uh, people talk about the problem of debt. Uh, people uh, talk about global warming now. Um, but really, corruption has worked against uh, all the efforts to deal with those issues. Um, and it, it comes straight from the top. And if you're talking about uh, Kenya's particular example, the Goldenberg scandal, uh, which happened in the uh, early 1990s, really created a 10-year recession. Um, Anglo leasing, uh, which was a new uh, scandal, um, has uh, created uh, a crisis in which um, 1,300 people died because corruption eventually led to political uh, instability in Kenya and uh, uh, massive ethnic clashes after the elections. So I think you can't separate corruption from um, the political instability we see across Africa. What's the role of foreign aid in either maintaining or stopping the corruption that uh, exists? I think too often what you see in Africa, and Kenya has been an example of it, but it's not the only example, and I've written about this uh, in previous uh, books, uh, notably about the role that aid played in propping up uh, Mobutu Seseseko in Zaire. Um, too often, the foreign donors tend to lose perspective of why they're lending or giving money to Africa. It was hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil, because they wanted to be able to keep lending. And so the aid programs often take on a momentum of their own, and donors are more concerned with being able to tell their own Western electorates that the aid continues than they are about thinking uh, about <laughs> whether or not these governments in Africa deserve to be lent to in the first place. It seems difficult to understand how actually witnessing what's going on in Africa, how Western donors can can look at that and, and not, not see what's going on. Help, help me understand that. Well, um, firstly, there's an element of self-interest um, in that if you're a World Bank country director or an IMF official working out in Africa, um, you're going to look good back in headquarters here in Washington if you approve a lot of projects. Uh, you're you're going to have a good portfolio. You're going to be able to to show off you know, to your bosses about how effective you've been. Uh, and therefore, the, the institutional, the, the nature of these institutions is, is, uh, encourages you to um, keep the aid uh, rolling. Um, and then I think there's a sort of coziness that develops between um, all members of this expatriate community, the diplomats, uh, sometimes NGO directors um, and aid officials, where they sort of get too close to the community uh, uh, of um, politicians um, and people to whom they end up lending. And they, they lose sight. They, they roll past the biggest slum in Africa, in Nairobi's Kibera. People drive past it every day. They stop seeing it. They stop realizing the massive inequalities there. And they look at the, the, the officially the 6% growth rates in Kenya under a new government, and they think, that's fabulous. And you sort of think, but it's clear that the 6% growth rates are not filtering down to the needy. Something is going wrong here. Um, but they just sort of get uh, entranced by those figures, 6% growth. It sounds so great. Um, and, and I think there's a loss of perspective. Is the key 
cutting these African governments out of the process? Is it a whole new model of aid or is it thinking even more broadly than that? I think we should be making a big uh, stink. Uh, we should use those weapons that when we see um, corruption taking place, we should um, make a, a, you know, a lot of noise. Uh, we should deny these people visas. Uh, we should make it clear we've denied certain key ministers and politicians visas. Uh, we should seize their assets whenever we can. Um, I think that's the role of, of, of donors, uh, really. And they, they don't use um, those instruments as, as much as they can. Um, but overall, if you look at Africa, um, Africa's not going to be saved by aid. The idea that uh, you know, aid from donors will uh, rebuild uh, the continent is, I think, a nonsense. It was a fashionable nonsense for a while. Africa's going to be saved by its own people. It's probably going to be saved by its entrepreneurs. Every important um, development that's come out of Africa, every encouraging development has been uh, coming uh, from the private sector in Africa. Uh, so I think we, we really fool ourselves when we believe that aid is the answer, aid is key, aid, aid holds the key to the future. Uh, we aren't that important as donors. Uh, it's going to come from Africa itself. Michaela Brong is author of It's Our Turn to Eat. You can watch the full book forum at cato.org.